Brooklyn's Radio believes your health matters. So in the studio with me today, we've got Sarah Lott. Good afternoon, Sarah. Hello, Jill. Thank you very much for having me on. Oh, it's a pleasure. It's so lovely to see you. Now, Sarah runs a company, fascinating company called the Memory Book Company. And um, I've seen some of their products and they are absolutely beautiful. Sarah, you set the company up in 2010. But tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into doing um, this. Well, it goes back quite a long, a long way, really. I studied psychology at university many centuries ago. And uh, and then I went and worked in television and I've always written. It's something that I've always loved doing and I've written plays and poetry and short stories and that kind of thing. And um, um, I worked for Great Ormond Street <coughs> running their special events and then left and had my family and carried on writing. And um, actually the very first book that I did was, was for my parents. Ah. And uh, it was there, it was a big anniversary, anniversary and I put together a book of memories and stories and things from their friends and then I did another book for a lady who was adopted and wanted to find out about her birth mother and uh, and I interviewed her natural aunt and got the story of her life and I thought oh there's something in here and mm-hmm. it seemed to it just seemed to bring together all the things that I loved and all the things that I was good at and um and I've sort of gone on from there really I still write I write a short story for a magazine every month mm-hmm. and still love writing poetry um but uh doing doing the business now is just my passion and I just love it oh, well as I say I've seen some of your products and I know how beautiful they are so so tell us I mean I know that it's all about celebrating and preserving precious memories and family stories and we all know when I think of you know my grandmother my great-grandmother who have all passed on and we remember things but we don't remember all the intricate details you know with my grandmother and great-grandmother all the war years where two of my grandmother's sisters married um, and who came over from Canada and there's all those stories that we don't really remember an awful lot of so tell me about how you actually work with people to make sure that you get all those memories well as you say you know people people go and their stories go with them and the sad thing now is that that people don't really write letters anymore so Mm. you know our memories we have a lot of social media and everyone takes photographs all the time but actually a lot of the stories may well disappear and um the social history um of the older generation now is the the change from when they were children in the war or pre-war or just post-war those stories are so important for everybody to know Mm. and uh and in, in a family um we don't have the time to sit and chat and and in you know historically oral history was passed on through through often through the 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 mothers and the wives to their children mm-hmm. and that doesn't happen anymore mm-hmm. and um and i just think that getting those stories written down there's a big fascination in genealogy and and who do you think you are and that kind of thing but actually unless you have the story and the color and um the smells and the tastes and mm-hmm. and all the things that bring memories to life um then those those links and those it's interesting to know um but but they lose they lose something if you don't have the stories that go with them and the way I work um, is uh, I either get commissioned by the, the children or by the parents themselves who want to leave their stories for their children or their stories want to learn about them. And it's a very easy and very relaxed process. I often find that um, clients before we start are a little bit nervous and they think, mm-hmm. oh, I haven't got anything to say and I can't remember anything and, and you know, my life's been so boring and... 
that is just so not true. Mm. Everybody has had a fascinating life. As I say, I've been doing the business since 2010. I've written countless life story books and I have yet to meet anybody <laughs> with a boring life. And and I always thought that actually it, it's something that children should do for their parents and write those stories down. But actually doing it for somebody in your family is very difficult. Mm. It's much easier for me than it is for a daughter or a son to get the memories down of their parents because I know nothing. So I come and I and I meet and chat with, with my client and they have to tell me everything. Mm. And they they sure do. <laughs> and it's lovely. It's yes. a lovely experience. And uh, um, very soon in the interview process, people are relaxed. And I put I sit people down. We usually have a cup of tea and I put some little microphones around and which are forgotten about within a, within seconds. Mm. And uh, and I don't bombard people with questions because anyone knows if you're asked, can you remember such and such? You immediately go into a blind panic and you can't remember anything at all. So that's not how I work. And in fact, the process of creating the book and the reminiscent sessions that I do is is so life affirming and enjoyable and it's about the process the book is lovely to have at the end of it but the journey getting to the book mm. is is really enjoyable um and uh people sit down chat we just explore and talk and very soon all those memories come out mm. and uh and it's lovely i sometimes do um a kind of visualization with people and mm -hmm. i get them to imagine being in their childhood home and I would say it's a lovely thing to do if you're lying in bed at night and you can't sleep. Close your eyes and imagine walking through the front door of your childhood home mm. and um, and seeing what's there and, and taking a journey through the house in your in your mind's eye. And you will be amazed at the things that you remember. And quite often I, I will be chatting with a client and, and they'll be doing this and they'll go into the living room in their, in their imagination and they'll oh, there was that and oh, there was the ornament of the dog on the mantelpiece. And they'd have a whole story around this dog on the mantelpiece. And then actually in the room where I'm interviewing that dog is on the mantelpiece yeah and so their family would have no idea of the story behind that no. that China dog on the mantelpiece but actually it's got a really really fascinating history mm. um and I think for people, as they're advancing in years, it's quite nice it makes them feel important doesn't it it makes them realize actually their life has mattered exactly exactly I think often um older people feel a little bit you know it's lonely it can be a lonely mm. time and um pe they're they're treated as old people and they're not old people they're just no. young people who happen to have been around for, yes. a, for a few more years and uh, having that opportunity to just sit and acknowledge and celebrate and and uh, think about all the things you've achieved and all the things that you've done through your life um, with with somebody who you don't know, mm. you know, I, I come into people's houses. I'm not medical. I'm not part of any care, social care. I'm not a family member. I don't have any agenda. I'm just there to chat. And yeah. people who know that they're at the end of their lives, it's a lovely, rewarding thing to do. Yeah. Um, and they get a lot out of it. And I just feel privileged to be able to sit there and hear all those yes, stories, to be honest. Yes, it must be fascinating. I remember one story my mum told me once. And for years and years and years, there was a painting on my great-grandmother's wall. And my mum loved it and really wanted it. And she got left it when my great-grandmother died. 
And when my mum went to have it reframed, it turned out to be just an old greeting card <laughs> that looked, oh, that looked like oils. And, and she really thought this was just such a beautiful oil painting. Oh, how wonderful. <laughs> but, but how many of us have got parents or, or relatives with boxes under the beds and in wardrobes full of photographs and, and snippets of newspaper articles? Mm. And once those people have died, then... The, you know that what do you do with those boxes and yeah. actually what I love to do is to go in and take all that stuff out and find the stories behind those mm. photographs and the stories behind those snippets so, and put them in a book that then the family all have access to or in a memory box I create memory boxes as well and then the family all have access to this information yeah. and it won't get thrown away and the biggest thing I say to anybody I meet or whenever I'm giving a talk is label your photographs yes. <laughs> get your parents to label their photographs get your grandparents to label mm. their photographs because once once the people who know who are in the photographs have gone those photographs are worthless yeah um, yeah and, and you know that's where i think we all take so many photographs now but with phones and so much of it gets lost it's it's scary actually mm. because we're at a very early stage in the technology and um we i'm sure everybody has photos that they had on an old laptop or an old yeah. phone that have got have, have now gone yeah. um and in fact there was a chap from um google i believe it was who gave a talk and said that the age we're in now it potentially is almost like a digital dark age in hundreds of years time mm. because photographs will get lost because mm. people didn't learn and didn't know enough about how to store them mm. and when you take a picture on a phone quite often you'll take it just snap it um and actually the resolution of that photograph will never be good enough to, to print out no um and um and that's really sad yeah i've actually got an external <clears throat> hard drive and every time i change my computer which we tend to do every few years i back it up i back all the photographs up yeah. on a, an external hard drive but people don't print them out and when you no. look at a box of old photos and you see the the precious just one photograph is so precious yeah. and now we take millions of photographs without even thinking about it and there are so many we're sort of drowning in photographs so i know people create photo books um online which is a great thing to do but again it's the stories behind those photographs that that are so important and the older people now who are getting towards the end of their lives those precious little photographs that they have and some of them that i see tiny tiny ones and i scan them at a really high resolution so that i can make them larger um and and i restore them and i and i then they're there for the family and and it, it's it's such an important I can't stress it's how so important, important it is I know it is so and we're running out of time so I just want to say I know you've got some workshops coming up in October so do you want to quickly tell us about those? Uh, yes I, ha- I have actually um, I've got two two lots of different workshops in Leatherhead um, the first lot of workshops are at the Leatherhead Institute and they're for people who want to uh, who are thinking about writing their life story and don't know how to go about doing it and okay. just about capturing memories. And the second lot of workshops are at the Fairfield Centre and they're for older people or those in the early stages of dementia. And they're using the more creative reminiscence that I do in a more therapeutic way and um, to enjoy a trip down memory lane using poetry and poems and, and that kind of thing. And they're... they're uh, um, coming up very soon actually the the first one is on Monday and there are still some places um, so just get in touch with me and it would yes. be lovely if people could come along I need to know in advance yeah. but it would be lovely if people could come along brilliant and how can people get hold of you um, well my website is www.thememorybook.co.uk um, but for the workshops the best thing probably is to call me mm-hmm. which is 07957 
598348 or email me at sarah at Brilliant. Sarah, thank you so much for coming in to talk to us today. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's oh, been it's lovely. It's been a thank pleasure. You. Thank, thank you. you. Brooklyn's Radio believes your health matters. If you've enjoyed this podcast, why not keep up to date with The Sound of Surrey by listening live at brooklandsradio.co.uk or through our free mobile app.